Ba-da-da-da. Welcome to Fourth Times the Charm, where niche is neat. I'm your producer, Ben, alongside Monty, who has come out of his chamber and has procured an excellent new translated ghost story. Next week, the sun will set in the east. Monty, how are you doing today? Ooh, I'm good. I'm good. I feel creative. <laughs> Ooh, creative. I like it. Yeah. We are uh, coming hot off the heels of an extremely newsworthy month in wrestling. Even McMahon allegations that we've discussed at length the last two weeks on the podcast, as well as uh, news that's hit TNA Wrestling, where Scott Demore, the, 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 the head in chief of TNA, has been unceremoniously fired by their parent company, Anthem. And um, also within, yeah, in between recordings of the podcast, Cody Rhodes gave away his WrestleMania slot and just now said he wants it back. And now The Rock is a bad guy. So, oh, yes. The, the wrestling world is certainly ablaze right now. Yes. Yeah. I saw on uh, The Rock's. uh, Instagram. He wrote. He, he started a new hashtag. Crybaby uh, Cody. Crybaby or Crybaby Cody. What I find fascinating yeah. is that people who watch WWE were like, "Eh, the Vince McMahon allegations. Who knows? You know, I, I don't really want to say anything." Yeah. The moment that Cody Rhodes says he's going to wrestle for a different fictional title. Everyone is up in arms. They're on Twitter. They're on Instagram. Yeah. We want Cody. Where's my we want Janelle Grant <laughs> hashtags? <laughs> it's just weird. It's very strange. Yeah. Um, Monty, what what is what is your your take on the uh, on on the Rock in his current position? in the WWE creative landscape. Uh, you know what? I I think it played out from a story perspective. I think it played out the way I I thought it would be because after hearing that CM Punk got injured and he's out for what? 14 16 weeks. Um that's definitely tries up. He'll he'll probably be back by like august yeah but he's still he's he's not gonna make it to to wrestlemania for sure no no so i think what happened was this is my speculation is that okay the rock happened to just become a board member on uh for for the wwe um and you know they need to keep the story going so i think they wanted to they had to do that. I guess Triple H had to make some last minute changes and try to fill some spots and then used the Rock's um head table calling to 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 start that that path. I guess that that's how I saw it and how I think I was expecting something to change and some things to be come together. So but I feel it's it was kind of sloppy how they did it. Um, it was like someone just wrote in a, a, a story in the last few minutes before it went on air. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, uh, Seth Rollins challenges Cody and takes his mind off of um, the, the the situation, and and then Cody then passes passes the torch to the Rock to take on Roman Reigns. Yeah. yeah so, right? I, according to the dirt sheets, yeah, um, the Rock went. But and like who knows how much of this is real right mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. theme of today's episode is going to be grains of salt grains of salt mm. grains of salt and we're going to take everything i say today with grains of salt oh okay. the rumor is that the rock went above triple h's head who's the head of creative he went above triple h oh, to okay. ari emmanuel and said, hey, I want to wrestle at WrestleMania, and it's time for me to wrestle Roman Reigns. And they solidified those plans on January 3rd. Cody Rhodes won the Rumble. Right. They had Rock versus Roman merch made, and then they did not tell Cody that he wasn't set to face Roman. They tell Roman, we're not planning on have you wrestling Roman Roman's going to wrestle The Rock. You'll wrestle Seth. Apparently, CM Punk didn't factor into the plans at all. Once again, grains of salt here. Okay. And then after the reaction was so negative after SmackDown, they pivoted at this event, and now The Rock has become a bad guy with a lust for power. Mm Mm-hmm. And Cody's back to wrestling Roman Reigns because the internet had an absolute conniption. Wait, hold on. So does that mean I, I'm trying to put the puzzles together and, and you know I'm not as you know educated compared to you in wrestling. So I'm just putting this out here and I'll let you be the judge of it. Sure. Does that mean okay, the way I'm seeing it is Vince McMahon probably had the storyline going into this but because he's taken out because of the, all these allegations all these things did they slide the rock to fill in rinse uh, vince's skit or script no 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 eh? no okay. vince okay. hasn't been involved in creative for a long time oh okay okay yeah <clears throat> so vince vince is a non-factor the only way vince is potentially a factor and I don't think this is true, is some people said they brought The Rock out and they started this controversy to get eyes off of the McMahon lawsuit. I do not think that's true, but that is something people have been saying. That's the only tenuous connection to Vince McMahon that this saga has. Okay, okay. No, because that just popped up in my head. I'm like, hmm, did they put Vince? Because, you know, Vince likes to play the... I'm the boss, I'm the bad boss uh, kind of thing. And now, because Rock has gone public, that he is part of the board now, um, he's going to come in and play the new Vince bad boss, you know, that that kind of character going into the the storyline, right? Yeah, it's really hard to follow with WWE since it's, you know, what's what's real, what's not real. Uh, But the uh, piece, you can't say the pieces doesn't, kind of fit it kind of fits perfectly in that way right but it, you it, know what it could be like by fluke how they're just riding on what the 
the so the, the the social media and and everything how it's, it was blowing up and they're just going to be like hey let's let's use this to our advantage right so it's pretty impressive WWE actually rolled with the change here yeah yeah it's very unlike them I I haven't seen this happen since well WrestleMania 30 10 years ago um so uh, but no it was it was very well done this um this pivot back so I got to give them credit uh, will Cody Rhodes actually win at WrestleMania? Who's to say? Because if Roman Reigns was set to wrestle The Rock at WrestleMania, it would certainly suggest that Roman Reigns would be retaining at WrestleMania, doesn't it, Monty? It seems like it, because now that the writer's strike is over, I think John Cena and The Rock is probably going to go back to Hollywood. So, yeah. So we'll see. But... So uh, so is Cody still is it is it booked to that Cody is facing Seth Rollins right now or no so no? at the press conference oh, on Thursday okay. Okay. to today <clears throat> at the time of recording Cody Rhodes pivoted back and he told the Rock and Roman Reigns that they're worried about their bloodline when quote they haven't been cooking for 2 years uh, and so nice. the rock then so cody said that the tribal elders would be ashamed of roman mm-hmm. and he said that he picks roman to face at wrestlemania ah. and the rock took center stage and told cody that by invoking the name of roman's elders he's insulting the rock and the rock slapped cody oh yes so we now have three kind of four because seth rollins is also there sort of yeah um in the mix in terms of uh wrestlemania uh, maybe we get a tag match with the four of them who knows Ooh, maybe not. Uh, uh, maybe okay okay let me ask you this what does ben think it's gonna happen like how how does ben after with all these information how do you predict what's your prediction it's interesting because i don't know what uh, i i don't know what the rock signed on for Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but but i mean the rock's clearly a heel right now so they're obviously not going with roman versus rock now it seems like they would go with either rock wrestles with roman in a tag match on night one Mm -hmm. against cody and seth and then night two, Cody wrestles Roman for the belt. Oh, or okay. the or the second option would be, and I think this is the most realistic, is that Cody would wrestle The Rock and Roman in a triple threat match, which would be a mirror of WrestleMania 30. Yeah. When Daniel Bryan beat Randy Orton and Batista, which would be a mirror of WrestleMania 20 when Chris Benoit beat Triple H and Shawn Michaels, which in a way would be um a uh would be a callback to wrestlemania 10 when bret hart lex luger and yokozuna each wrestled two matches in one night Mm -hmm. so each of them fought against two different people that was a great Uh, match though that back in the day that was a pretty good match which one the the lex luther yokozuna and bret hart I mean, I, I, I would agree with all the matches. Yeah. Except for Lex and Yoko. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, no. Where he picked them Le- up and Lex slams Lex and Yoko's them. a little rough. Yeah. Yeah. Classic, but all right. My, my favorite thing about the Yoko-Brett match, do you remember how Brett wins? I don't remember that match fully. 
he he wins the match because Yokozuna is going up on the ropes to squish Bret Hart. Mm-hmm. His finisher. And he loses yeah, and he loses balance and he falls backwards. <laughs> oh, I think I remember that. And Bret Wait, pins him. Which WrestleMania was it where Bret loses and then Hogan comes out and goes That's after That's 9. That That's was 9. nine. That's oh, the okay, year before. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. We almost had a WrestleMania 9 moment this year. But if you had to choose Monty between Rock versus Roman Reigns and Cody versus Roman Reigns, which would you choose? I'll be honest, I love The Rock, his persona in WWE, but I would like to see Cody beat Roman Reigns for the championship because I think Good answer. Cody is is ready for it and I think he deserves it. And and being a guy that that hasn't been following wrestling for a long time. Um, what the WWE has been putting Cody through based on what I see. And, and you know me, I only catch the main events that you and, and, and Matt, we, we all watch the stuff together and, and the, the main event news that you hear. It seems like it's like they're not really giving him the opportunity to be champion for and and the 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 thing with Roman Reigns holding a title for so long, it kind of is like wearing out. It's it's not lack of a better word. What fun you don't watching it? Anymore. You don't want your you don't want your world champions being champion for four years, Monty. <laughs> no, man, that's just like I don't understand. That's like Hulk Hogan era champion. <laughs> <laughs> if he's champion until August, oh no! If he's champion until September, he'll have yeah. been champion longer than Hulk Hogan. I know, but it's just like one you title really, reign. You really Imagine see that. him wrestle. He only flaunts his thing out and like at main events, kind of like what Hogan does back in the day. And yeah, it's just we just want to see. Well, I shouldn't say we. I just want to say, I want to see someone new, new, like, like, and, and I feel Cody's hyped up enough and, and worked hard enough to, you know, to do it. Like, it just sucks to see that from his, since his journey back and watching him, uh, you know, fall into these storylines. And now come full circle, like in between the storyline and become coming full circle now is that he's been paired up with, um, was it Jay? Yeah. Jay Uso and, and win the title off and on taking title belts. I don't think they held it for too long. And then that, that, that team up, uh, they went separate ways, which is fine. And then it's just like, it's just Cody and, I'm just Cody's been doing all of his side quests, Monty. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I think he shouldn't have to be doing those side quests. I mean, the guy's been in the business for a while. He's he's done his due diligence. I think he deserves to be the face of of the championship. So that's why I'm rooting well, for him for that. So in fifty eight slash fifty seven days. We'll see what's next in store. But for today, Monty, mm-hmm. I want to close our CD WWE saga 
Our Vince saga, by, our Vince trilogy. Uh, some people yes, call by it. talking not about Vince McMahon, but talking about Ooh. the culture of the wrestling business. Wrestling has always been known as being a very seedy, carny industry, but it's really hard for an outsider to get a vibe for what people who watch wrestling and are at least somewhat aware of the backstage going ons in wrestling, what people tolerate, what people are used to, right? Yeah. yeah. And so to get into the mindset of a Vince McMahon, I want to spend today looking at a very old document. Strange but true, question mark. Mm-hmm. Urban Legends of Professional Wrestling, Ooh. as heard by the members of the Death Valley Driver Board. Okay, so on forums back in the mid-2000s, a user, username Coach Tony K., asked people on the forum what are some of the wildest wrestling rumors they have ever heard. Oh, okay. And what followed is a list of roughly 500 separate wrestling rumors. We're not going to go through all of them today, obviously. Uh, We're going to pick and choose some here. Uh, But these are things that have been heard throughout the industry. Now, uh, the user Supreme, who was on that board, compiled them all into an Angel Fire webpage. And he followed it up with the disclaimer, and this is a very important disclaimer. Quote, I don't know if these stories are true. If I would take a guess, I'd say that 10% of them are true and 90% are false. So okay. please don't get mad at me. Okay. I'm not the one who came up with these stories. I'm just putting them all down in one web page instead of the millions they're on. Like WWE so, and all the wrestling out there. This is for all enter- the wrestling, entertainment purposes only at this point. Yes. All right. Now, what's interesting is I'd say since this was posted, maybe more than 10% of these things have come out as true. Ooh. Sometimes from wrestlers, sometimes for <laughs> legal filings. Some of these are clearly false. Some of these may have some truth to them. It's hard to say. Some of these we have no idea about, but they do corroborate reports made about certain people in the industry. So I'm going to rapid fire go through some of these. All right. um, I want you to get a flavor of the wrestling business. There is a lot of crude language in here. Probably trigger warning, but like less trigger warning than the last ones. Like these were all posted more jokingly and you can find that horrifying or not. This is from a men's dominated form in the 2000s. But I was gonna one more say, thing before we, how, yeah. How crude are these languages? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll try to help guide us here, but I don't have, you know, full knowledge of all 490 I mean, whatever facts here. I mean, I'm sure when you and Matt are on together, there's some crude languages that have been thrown around too. So it depends on what you call. Yeah, but I never talk about Tommy Rich soaking his balls in a beer mug full of hydrogen peroxide. Okay. That's not true. That's funny. Right, right. right. So that's the vibe we're going with here. Got it. Uh, But but the the one fun fact I will 
that will lead us into here. Mm-hmm. The user who began the forum thread that spawned all of this, his name is Coach Tony K. Monty, does that name spark any alarm bells in your head? Ugh. I feel like I'm being put on the spot. Is it the coach himself? Or no, is it? No, oh, don't look oh, at coach. Tony Khan? Tony Khan himself confirmed that he was the person who started this forum. Now, oh. I don't know that he actually posted any of these rumors. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so these aren't Tony Khan's words, but. Like this the, these is... were rumors that were submitted by people, right? Or. Yeah, yeah, Tony yeah. Khan asked people for stories, and then like twenty pages of these were submitted. So, and this is be- here before is, he became president of AEW. Yeah, okay. this is when he was. This is when he was like twenty. Oh, okay. Or, or t- in his teens, I think. Okay. Okay. So, uh, so let's look at Tony Khan's first contribution to wrestling, the urban legends of professional wrestling, strange. But true. Got the inflection right that time. All right. Okay. Kevin Sullivan spends his vacations at a nudist colony. Roddy Piper has a young, quote, manservant type who travels with him wherever he goes, holding his bags, opening doors for him, etc. Okay. What? I'm not sure, but I've never seen Piper with a with a young boy of any sort uh, kevin uh, sullivan at a nude beach yeah i can picture that yeah i yeah, yeah i can see that too tommy rich did favors for jim barnett in exchange for the nwa world title uh do you know wildfire tommy rich tommy rich i've got a, i'm looking him up right now tommy okay rich. so real quick when uh when national television got popularized one of the first wrestling shows that went national was uh, was uh, Florida Championship Wrestling. Okay. And it was weird because as opposed to the territory system where you could go to different parts of the country and no one knew what you did elsewhere, uh, because this had such a widespread, random mid-carders would become incredibly popular. And one of them was Tommy Rich because he was a bleach blonde relatively attractive dude Mm -hmm. nice mid carter and so all of a sudden this guy who had like five years of experience was wildly popular so jim barnett was a closeted gay man and he did use his position of power in many think uh in a way that benefited him Uh, uh but uh the reason why they gave tommy rich the title I think, and I think history proves, is that he was a massive attraction at the time, and they gave him the belt for a few days just to show, hey, Tommy Rich, former NWA champion, is always on national television every week. So Okay. I, I, I see him. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I've seen him before. So yeah. All right. Virgil got a job by unleashing his hose, their words, not mine, on Pat Patterson's desk. Carrie Von Erich really had his foot amputated because he thought he could walk across a room on his just surgically repaired foot for a cheeseburger. Oh my gosh. NWA world champion Gene Kaniski bought Kevin Von Erich a hooker in Las Vegas when Kevin was 12. There's a lot of Von Erich stories in here. 
A coked up Carrie and Kevin were once playing with a saw blade in the back alleyways at the sportatorium. Carrie saw a cat, so he threw the saw blade at the cat and killed it. Mm, no. Someone else uh, says that that story's not true. Their version of the story they heard was that Carrie Von Erich was in an all Japan locker room and saw a cat there and he killed the cat with the iron claw. Oh, God. So multiple stories of Carrie Von Erich killing cats. Oh, my gosh. Um, 11. Steve Lombardi is slash was Pat Patterson's secret lover. Mm, yeah. Okay, I can see that. Bruce Hart, who's uh, Brett Nowen's brother, mm-hmm. was a substitute teacher, well, a top face slash promoter slash booker in Stampede Wrestling. He impregnated a 14-year-old student and married her. True or false? Uh, false. True. <laughs> oh, my God. Yep. So his wife, uh, this he next met week- when she was 14. Jeez. Yep. Dusty Rhodes either fired or caused Baby Doll, who was uh, in WCW. She was uh, one of the valets at the time. Uh, she ended up being let go from the company because she married Sam Houston, who was a jobber at the time. Very, like, low-card guy. And, there, and everyone was upset that she would marry someone so low on the totem pole. Mm-hmm. According to Japanese tabloids, Giant Baba was bisexual, and Jinichiro Tenru had penis enlargement surgery. I heard about the the Giant Baba thing. I I didn't think I be, I believed it though. Uh, another guy we're going to hear a lot about in here is uh, Victor Kinone K- Kinones Victor Kinones. Uh, Kinones. Uh, he he. Yeah, yeah, Q-U-I-N-O-N-E-S. He, he was Nones. the promoter. Yes. Okay, yeah. he's the, uh, here, here, you say it clean, so. Victor. Victor. Quinones. Great, we'll go with that. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of stories about him sexually assaulting people. He's a promoter in Puerto Rico. Um, let's see. Chris Champion went to jail for inappropriately touching an underage girl while he was wearing his Cowabunga the Ninja Turtle costume. Not true? Nope. Dusty Rhodes tried to book Rick Steiner to beat Ric Flair in 20 seconds at Starcade 1988. He did try to do that. This is a good one. Paul Bosch was doing a Jewish champion gimmick somewhere. A writer from a Jewish magazine came to a show to do a profile on him. The writer wandered into the locker room after Bosch's match and saw him in the shower, thus finding out that he wasn't really Jewish. Oh, well, mm, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so he didn't get a snip. Jimmy. <laughs> that's right. 24. Jimmy Snuka killed his girlfriend and played the innocent savage in front of police while Vince did the talking for him. That is true. Yes, yep, that is true. Um, there's some quotes about what McMahon said during the proceedings, and I don't, and I don't have that up right now, mm-hmm. but um, it's it's pretty, pretty upsetting. Um, here, here's another good one. Uh, the Dynamite Kid... Mm. Uh, and John Foley, 
committed insurance fraud. Wasn't uh, that true? John Foley, this is true. Yeah, that is a true. And I looked into and I looked into this one. Yeah. Um, they were a tag team together. They worked in Stampede Wrestling. Mm-hmm. John Foley is from England, like uh, the Dynamite Kid. Mm-hmm. During their time in Stampede, and this is quoted from at atletifo.com. I don't know, but th- this is the one I found. Didn't John Foley's daughter got into a car accident. Mm-hmm. Details are scarce, but, you know, because of the insurance, they got a fair bit of money from that. Uh, However, they wanted more money from it. And so what they did, how how do you try and get more money after your daughter's already been injured in a car wreck? How about they break his daughter's legs from the knees down? Well, she, her corpse? No, she was still alive. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Frig. So she was in a wreck. She was, she, you know, she got an insurance payout. Yeah. She was recovering and then they went and broke her legs. Jeez. 29. Butch Reed has pissed on the carpet and or furniture of every motel he's ever stayed in. <laughs> Talk about Similarly, your mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Similarly, Johnny Valentine, father of Greg the Hammer Valentine, mm-hmm. would take a dump and strategically place it where it couldn't be found easily, like the inside of bedposts. Ah. Oh. Wow. They must be really yeah. bored on the road. <clears throat> Jake the Snake Roberts is quoted in Beyond the Mat, and I don't have the exact quote, but he says that because you're on the road so much regular sex just stops meaning anything yes i remember a him new saying person every night like yeah and he yeah. says it escalates so you get into three <clears throat> ways then four ways and then you're getting into pissing and shitting hey, man. and then it just gets really demented some but people like golden showers so <laughs> yeah but but then when you look at the vince mcmahon allegations mm-hmm. it's like why is Vin, why is she saying that vince would shit on so it's like that's that's how it escalates. Yeah, like this yeah. is the environment fences around. Um, for example, uh, Shawn Michaels supposedly invited three women back to his hotel room. He told them to all get naked and get on their knees. Mm-hmm. He whips his thing out and then proceeds to urinate in each of their mouths. Jesus. And, and uh, the iron sheet. And yes. Marty Janetti. <laughs> yes. Wow. Marty's in here somewhere. Oh, okay. <laughs> the Iron Sheik was offered $100,000 to break Hulk Hogan's legs instead of dropping the belt to him. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, let's see. Uh, Scott Hall took a dump in Sonny's Lunch on a tour of Germany in the spring of 1996. That's true. Wait, I thought it was he took a dump in her uh, bay, um, her gym bay. No, that was she... Randy Orton who took a shit and in Sonny's... someone else's oh, bag. Okay, okay. She... I mean, I mean, maybe they did it to a different item of Sonny's. Yeah. They, oh my. You God. know. Anyways. Yeah. Apparently, do you remember the Godwins in the nineties? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the Godwins, their big thing is they had their slop bucket. Yes. It's a bucket of like. Oh just no! Gross Don't tell me. Pig feed. And so depending on how much they liked someone, 
if if they liked someone, the slop bucket would be like fresh lettuce. Yeah, yeah. If they didn't like someone, the slop bucket got really nasty. But apparently, the nastiest one was the one they had for Sonny. Oh, I remember um, that episode. Uh. And there and there was everything in that bucket. Like every uh, and wrestlers openly talk about that. One. Yes, everything, all numbers you can think of, Monty. Oh, they were there. <clears throat> Jushin Liger likes to loan out his wife to folks like the great Sasuke, Takamichinoku, and Hayabusa. He may also like to watch. That can't be right. <laughs> I I don't know anything I, I about his proclivities, one, but okay. During Eddie Guerrero's indie uh, indie tour slash initial cleanup period while he was released from WWF to clean up his drug problems in about 2002, Brian Christopher asked him if he wanted to get high at the FWA UK Revival show. No one's ever confirmed it. They've both passed away, but I firmly believe that. Mm. Um, Let's see. I'm skipping over some of these because it's just degrading to the to the people past a past a point <laughs> let's see um apparently there's a polaroid from the 80s of rick flair playing the skin flute that's got to be true <laughs> yeah kevin von eric once paid a hooker to break in a then 11 year old chris von eric supposedly chris cried during the act oh my god uh uh-huh. During one of the nitros where the wrestlers had to stay under the ring the entire show, so three-hour nitro, plus having to wait for people to get in the ring, Mm -hmm. um, Kurt Hennig and Scott Norton were under the ring. Kurt Hennig had to go, and of course he couldn't exactly leave, so he shit under the ring. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, I can see that happening. Yeah, yeah, right? (laughs) I firmly believe that. Bill Watts would piss out of his tower office at Turner while he was booking WCW onto the parking lot below. Mm. Okay. During the Gold Club investigation, Eric Bischoff admitted, and this is true, that he enjoyed watching his wife and one of the strippers get it on in their hotel room. Mm, Okay. Sure. Let's see. Uh. According to a referee who was released from the WWF, Bradshaw tied up a wrestler in the shower while he was naked and rubbed baby oil all over him, threatening to rape him until he cried while the locker room looked on and laughed. (laughs) I think the victim might have date raped a girl or may have just not been well liked. Uh, this ended up being known as Grandmaster Sex A, and it's believed, Brian Christopher, yeah. and it's believed that that's a true story. Yeah. I mentioned this last week, but that's the... Yeah, I, that's the yeah, I get a thing. feeling, yeah, that could happen. Wrestlers from Smoky Mountain Wrestling like to pee in hotel ice machines. No wonder they smell funny. Remember when David Flair quit IWA Puerto Rico due to unfit living conditions? Well, do you, Monty? Nope. Well, David Flair quit IWA Puerto Rico due to unfit living conditions. Everybody ragged on him when they found out IWA had put him up in a nice house. Well, 
that nice house belonged to promoter Victor. What, what was his last name? Quinones? Quinones, yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, David was sleeping one night and was woken up by Victor standing over him with his member in his hand. David quit the next day. Wow. <laughs> and you have to remember, right, we're 64 in here. <laughs> and this is 500 this of is, these? <laughs> there, Yeah, we're not going through all these. Yeah. But, like, like, think of just how strange this is that people listening on this forum are like, yeah, this makes sense, right? Well, like you said, right, it's very run like a carnival. And it, and and I think Jake the Snake is right. Like, you're on the road for that long, you start to go a little mad, unfortunately. So this This is probably, number 68 is probably the most famous uh, item to come out of this entire list. Okay. Macho Man had his way with Stephanie McMahon. When she was about 14 in the 90s, and Vince found out, and that is why Macho Man was never welcomed back into the WWF. Mm, do you believe that one? Do I personally believe it? No. no. But what I think is very strange is that Leaping Lanny Poffo, Macho Man's brother, was asked why did Macho Man have bad blood with Vince. the WWF? Yeah. yeah. I thought and it was because it ruined the, his life, like with the whole Elizabeth storyline and everything. No, no, no. That was years before. Oh, okay. <clears throat> he, after that, he got pretty he, juiced up well, after that. Yeah. So. Lanny was asked about it, and his response was, I don't want to talk about it, but if you look you could probably figure out what it was and this is like the only thing people talk about do you know so it's like fact what it so is, it's like or was so it's, well i mean i mean that's that's the most confirmation anyone ever got oh. and i'm pretty sure lanny's dead now okay so it's like i i i feel like if it wasn't this he would have just said it wasn't that but he didn't do that he didn't he was deny like really it. weird about it yeah 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 so we're never going to know. Okay. But it, it's very, very strange. I mean, it is true that at least Shane hung around the wrestlers. One of the reasons why Vince McMahon hated Raven is because he would take Shane McMahon out partying. And so, you know, Raven had a mass, had a big drug problem yeah. back in the early 90s. Yeah, yeah. And so he'd take Shane along there with him and Vince hated him for it. Yeah, you wouldn't want your kid around a bad influence, would you? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Andre the Giant once called Kamala the N-word, and Kamala stuck a gun in his face. Andre was nice to Kamala after that. I think I heard that one. But I, I don't know if he meant it as a joke, or be, because I heard they were very good friends, um, Kamala and him. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's, it's hard to tell with race and wrestling yeah I, I i'm not the one to speak on it and like I no don't no even know i I, I agree with you that. but yeah. i'm just seeing thinking like because they probably like so because they're pretty close right so i i what i mean is i think they they did it as a joke to each other 
something like that. It's something like you you yeah. would do with your closest friends and stuff. But yeah, right. th- that's why I say I believe that happened. But I don't think it Let's was hope. it was done as as an intentional thing. So yeah. right. <clears throat> Bulldog Bob Brower was a card-carrying member of the KKK. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I heard of that one. Um, Jushin Liger has one of the worst acne-marked faces you'll ever see. That is not true. <laughs> Who wrote that? <laughs> the only things I know that aren't true are like are like really stupid small yeah. things. It's like someone this wrote an it out of spite. One. So. Yeah. Paul Heyman's firing from WCW in the early 90s had to do with embezzlement of funds. The example being that he would have two sets of bills for road expenses, thus, I believe, overcharging WCW. I think he ended up suing them for, um, for, uh, he said he was fired because he was Jewish or something. Yeah, yeah. And, and I Wrong think he got a good payoff from that. or something like that. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what the full story is. Um... Davey Boy Smith asked Dynamite Kid about steroids, and Dynamite gave Davey what Davey thought was his first injection of steroids, except Dynamite put milk in the syringe. (laughs) I believe that. Here's a good one. Ricky Morton was well known for hitting the nose candy before interviews, hence the rapid-fire, unintelligible promos he gave. Word is that he took a severe toot before going to sign autographs at an indie show Mm -hmm. while signing an autograph for a kid he sneezed and then said god damn it there went about five (laughs) hundred dollars you know what the cocaine thing i i i also heard that ultimate warrior did it too before he came out so the entire roster did yeah i i mean you can't look at 80s hogan and tell me he wasn't up to his eyes and cocaine yeah yeah all right, 89. Taz would show off his penis uh, to a teen at a tanning salon. He also did it to women in ECW. Jeez. Okay. I've heard, I've heard that that's true, yeah. but no confirmation. Uh, another Bradshaw one. Bradshaw allegedly gets in the shower with new guys and soaps them up. <laughs> Supposedly, he was doing this to Paul London a lot. <laughs> I think that would be, it's true, but I think it was also meant as a joke. So it's one of those locker room pranks sort of thing. Bradshaw has a very bad history. I've just really? Edge talked about him getting so soaped up by Bradshaw as well. Yeah, Bradshaw is known backstage as being one of the biggest bullies in pro wrestling. Oh, okay. I'm he hearing a, different he's stuff. A, then. Okay. Yeah, he's <clears throat> very very bad history. Um, Paul Heyman used to get blowjobs behind the ECW parking lot at 3 a.m. while writing checks to a line of wrestlers. I have heard that's true. Really? How does that work? I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't know if it's true, but well, there's a woman, and she's she's her knees are on the ground. But people can see it, right? <clears throat> yes. Oh my god! Everyone with a bit of power loves having power. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Five foot one inch super astro is now a nicely married family man. But back in the 80s, he was, quote, famous because of his willingness to insert his astral wang 
on tall women, five foot eleven or more. Hey, you know what? I'd love to <laughs> see that to be referred to as having an astral wang. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you'd love to see that, but all right. A lot of lucha stuff in here. Um, lucha, lucha poop stuff, throwing a woman off a balcony, hiding cocaine and pendants and necklaces. I'm sure you know uh, what, like you probably can, you probably know more stu- stories about the luchadors in Mexican wrestling. And there's probably some I don't know a ton. Ones. I, I, <laughs> I don't know a ton cause you know, a lot of it's in Spanish, but man, I wonder, mm-hmm. I wonder. Bill DeMott shit on Buff Bagwell's face while Buff was sleeping. I've never heard that that's true, but I believe I it. I believe it. <clears throat> Sandman was at a hotel once, went out on the balcony, dropped his pants, and yelled, Too cold, Scorpio, ain't got shit on me. (laughs) New Jack said when he worked for ECW competitor XPW, run by porn owner Rob Black, he would go to a warehouse, uh, and Rob Black would pay him in hundreds of porn DVDs. Hmm. Okay. More poop, more poop, more, more, uh, doing favors to promoters. Homicide, the wrestler, punched a fire extinguisher at a hotel, shattering it and causing him to miss the show the next day and the Ring of Honor show after that. I believe he was intoxicated because he kept hollering, quote, that damn thing owed me money after he punched it. Mm-hmm. Have you ever gotten angry oh, at a fire I, I would extinguisher? Say more than I, I, I think it would be more. No, but I do. I, I know a guy that punched a telephone booth. <clears throat> yeah, what happened? Intoxicated. To him? Uh, he complained that it actually hurts. Really? Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he was intoxicated. Cheer- by the way. <laughs> Shocker. Jerry Lynn is a nice guy, but has a special tote bag for pills. Lots and lots of pills. Mm -hmm. Same for Sabu and Simon Diamond. Sabu's wife told us he can't even walk in the morning without a half hour of motivation. Diamond's back is so fucked that after each match in TNA, he lies on the concrete for 20 minutes to, quote, ease the pain. Which I don't know if that's true about them in particular, but I do know for certain wrestlers that is true. Yeah. Chris Harris went over to Bob Ryder's apartment early this year and jacked off for Bob, but that had to stop when a beefy, ecstasy-addicted abyss moved in. <laughs> the idea of of abyss on ecstasy is probably the scariest thing I can yeah. think of. Did you ever watch a lot of abyss? Uh... It's a, he's like a cross between mankind and Kane. Wow, really? Yeah, and he go he like slam himself in a barbed wire. Oh, it's pretty rough. Okay, he looks normal now. Okay, th- <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yeah. Okay, this is this is one that was true. Around March and April, around the time this list was posted, like 2004, several TNA guys started wrestling for gay videos. They weren't told they were in gay videos and wrestled in regular ring gear, but the matches weren't in front of a crowd. 
they were in front of a, quote, green screen where they were told fans would be superimposed later. Mm-hmm. They were told they would be sold in Germany. Anyway, the, this exists, and there's video of, I think, Seth Rollins mm-hmm. wrestling someone in, like, a warehouse. And they're wearing wrestling gear, but, like, it's very skimpy wrestling gear. And, and they're not doing any high-flying moves. They're, like, groping each other. It's really funny. It's yeah, but really how is funny. that gay though? You know what I well, mean? Because right, I mean, I mean, once again, I, I'm reading it off yeah. from the from the forums. Right, mid two thousands did not like gay people. Well, that's stupid. So, anyways, <clears throat> this is a good one. When Dusty Rhodes first came to TNA, a lot of the wrestlers hated him. It was hard to understand why, but apparently a few years ago, he promoted a show and handed everyone empty envelopes after the show. When they asked him when they were getting paid, he just said, well, when I finalize all the numbers, I'll mail you a check. Then he jumped in the truck and left before the main event was over. (laughs) My God. What an ass. Uh. Uh. Oh, I see the video. Seth Rollin and Tyler Black. Yeah, it does look funny. <clears throat> Anyways. Yeah, right. Yeah. There, there's no that's, green that's screen. The clip I don't for, know what they're that, talking that's about. That's the clip for Instagram. Well, see, once again, 90% fake, yeah. 10% true. Yeah, yeah. The true? All right, let's see. Uh, this guy doesn't like James Storm. Um, That's just dark. I'm trying to I'm trying to go past the ones that are just about you know Missy Hyatt and Larry Zbysko mm. or Missy Hyatt and Tommy Rich. Actually, you know what? Throw Norman's... throw a really dark one on there, like th- th- that you we'll, think is is interesting. <laughs> we, we'll get okay, there. Okay, we'll get okay. there. Norman Smiley once knocked out Rick Steiner with one punch in a bar fight. I think that's true. That's true. Yeah, I think that's true. The fabulous Freebirds. Remember, Michael Hayes is still one of the top guys in creative and is the uh, is the road agent for all of Roman Reigns' matches. Had a habit of initiating new wrestlers by pissing on them while they showered. Andre the Giant had a habit of shitting in hotel bathtubs. Yes, that's a true one. Yeah. yeah. CM Punk started banging BJ Whitmer's wife while she was still married to him. This happened while Punk was, and still is at the time of writing, dating TNA's Tracy Brooks. Mm. Also, he was sleeping around with Daphne, um, who was in WCW. And when Daphne got released from where she was, she asked Punk to get her a job in TNA. uh, Or when she was released from where she was, she asked Punk for a job in TNA. But because Punk was with Tracy Brooks, he got her blackballed from the company. Mm. I do not know if that's true, but I do know that Punk has had a very sordid history. And there's images with him with just about every woman who's been on a wrestling roster in the 2000s. Jasmine St. Clair once had sex with 400 men in a day. True or false, Monty? True. <laughs> yeah? Uh, yeah. How many? What, what's 400 divided by? 24 hours. 24. <laughs> yeah. 
I, yeah, I'll I'll let you handle that one. <laughs> How many men an hour is that? Twenty four hours. Hey man, maybe if he that's like sixteen women in an hour. It could be an orgy. You never know. Famous Japanese wrestlers, and this one is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, Akira Hokuto and Kinsuke Sasaki uh, were part of the crew that would be at the WCW New Japan Pro Wrestling Collision in Korea show that was held in North Korea in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, they actually met on the trip, and they would be married, and they're still married to this day, mm. which is very cool. cool. Uh, but an unfortunate for them story is that every single person on the floor that they were on could hear them um, getting to know each other. <laughs> hey, they're they're a couple. They're in love. So Tommy Dreamer and Francine were quite the item when they were together. Mm-hmm. Dreamer would not allow Francine to. Uh, until he told her so. I heard and about so if this. he didn't tell her, you heard yes, about this? Yes, I heard about and so, this. Yeah. And so I never heard about yeah. this. And so Francine would have to go knock on other talents' hotel doors to ask to use their bathroom. Yes, yeah, yeah. I think it was also something that Jake the Snake talked about. I think that's where I heard it from. <clears throat> Interesting. Yeah. I don't know how much I trust Jake, but man, it makes you wonder. Okay. This is a good one to end on. All right. Because this one's not uh, th- th- this one's not too terrible. Randy Savage was doing cocaine backstage at the Arsenio Hall show before going on to talk about how he did steroids quote, back when it was legal. Mm-hmm. Someone made fun of Bob Backlund for being the only person in the WWF locker room who didn't drink or do any drugs. He kept bugging Bob about it, so Bob took him down, tied him into a hold, and sat on his back for about an hour, not letting up. (laughs) And finally, there was a match where Ron Fuller put his boat on the line. Mm Mm-hmm. He, it was a match where uh, him or, or his representative was going up against uh, rugged Ronnie Garvin. Ronnie Garvin won the match and, quote, in storyline, won the boat. Garvin afterwards had a legit blow up with Fuller. And Garvin told Fuller that he's keeping his boat. <laughs> Fuller then sued. Ronnie Garvin in court for the boat to be returned. But But, it's the 80s. So to keep kayfabe, Fuller had to admit under oath that wrestling is real and the results are not predetermined. Fuller testified that Garvin won the match. And since one of the conditions was the winner got the boat, Garvin kept The the boat. Wow. I like to believe that's, that's true. true. Too. I didn't check. I think that, man, that I've, true, I've, though, so. yeah. <laughs> and we come to an end of, of the day's festivities. Uh, Monty, what, what do you think about these wild and crazy stories? Hey man, at least you're ending it. This trilogy on a lighter note. I found them a little bit of a lighter. Yeah, note. it's still, it's, there's some, there's still ones. some darkness yeah. there, but, but there's some funny ones that I could see happening like the lo- locker room pranks and stuff like that. So, 
But yeah, no, I, I'm not I, saying that there aren't any dark ones in there, but yeah, for sure. I think what's important, though, when looking at this is this is what these are the stories that wrestlers, whether 90% of them are true or not, right? Yeah. If you look at everything we said today, one out of 10 of them are, are, are probably, probably true, true. right? Yeah. <laughs> and if even 10% of these are true, this is the environment that wrestlers have surrounded themselves with. So when people look at the Vince McMahon allegations and they're like, wow, Vince is really screwed up. This is the industry as a whole like, that is flawed and has a horrible, horrible background. Because as funny as some of these stories are, the spirit behind them is malicious. Like, do you think it's still happening now or it's much, much better compared to then? I think it's better and it's still happening. But it's still happening. I think yeah. especially on the independence. Like, oh, I right, know right. for a yeah, fact. Yeah, that's true. That's that true. I I know for a fact that in certain independence cocaine use is pretty rampant. I know for a fact that there's people in the independent scene who are using their position to take advantage of people. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if you look close enough at certain people, you'll realize it and I think that there's plenty of other people where you won't see it. You know, yeah. um, like uh, like Chris Dickinson is a wrestler I really liked in GCW. And it came out that he had some very serious allegations levied against him from multiple women. Um, and when you look at their at what they alleged, you know, his abuse of power over them. And then you look at how he had a storyline in the company where he was helping train a young, scrawny 16-year-old boy. You start to wonder and you start to ask questions that no one really wants to ask. Nevertheless, answer. Yeah. Well. And why do we keep watching wrestling? Because we want to support the good ones. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and there are good because ones. Because it's an enjoyable hobby. Because it's a unique art form. Yep. But when stuff's put on blast like this, you got to be prepared to hurt. You got to be prepared to hold people accountable. Because if you're not holding people accountable, and if you're more focused on making sure Cody Rhodes' main events WrestleMania then who knew what happened to Janelle Grant? Then we got problems. Yeah. Well, did you hear Brock Lesnar's uh, face is getting taken off the cover of uh, WWE 220K4? That is the name of the game. That is the official yeah. name. Um and yes, yes, I did hear that. It's one step, yeah. right? But we, but we got to realize there's going to be people named in this lawsuit if it does go as far as it should that we're not going to want to hear about. Yeah. We're not going to want to hear about things that Shawn Michaels or Triple H or Stephanie McMahon might and probably do know. Yeah. We got to be prepared for that. You know, how many skeletons are there? How much 
of the strange, mysterious myths of pro wrestling are true? Is the list of sleaze more strange or more true? Mm. Maybe we'll find out someday. All I know for sure is that the fourth time will be the charm. Good night and good morning. Talk to y'all later.